Welcome to the The Generation Podcast, an audio resource dedicated to a generation of young people who are committed to total surrender to God and total dependence on His power to reach the world with the gospel of Christ. This podcast is designed to strengthen and encourage through a series of Bible-based practical talks. Who does the ministry of your church? Many Christians would contest that evangelism is solely the responsibility of the pastor. But today, we will learn otherwise. Listen as our guest, Pastor Tracy Nix, tells the story of one of his greatest ministry experiences that actually happened before he was a pastor. Welcome to the The Generation Podcast, and we're broadcasting from Fenton, Missouri. I'm right here in Ambassador Baptist Church, a new church plant, and the pastor is Tracy Nix, a recent graduate of West Coast Baptist College. And I was chatting with him just a few uh, days ago, and we were talking about uh, just God working in a remarkable way. And he told me a story about uh, God doing a great work uh, in evangelism, a string of folks that came to know the Lord. And I've asked him to just uh, tell you that story. And by telling you that, I hope you'll be encouraged that the gospel has not lost its power and God is still in the soul-saving business. Pastor Nix, good to have you here. And I trust uh, you'll encourage our hearts here as you tell what God did. Well, thank you, Dr. Greg Gellerin. I appreciate you having me on the podcast today. And uh, it's, uh, it's my privilege to um, be in the gospel ministry. I thank God every day that he put me in the ministry. But before I was in the ministry, I was a member of United Baptist Church in Springfield, Missouri. And uh, I got a great story how God just worked in my heart. And we watched God do some great things uh, at United Baptist Church through beginning in prayer, uh, all night prayer meetings, um, different things like that. Uh, the pastor would, uh, Steve Rudnick would get up and, and challenge us in soul winning. And then uh, God just kind of began to work all these uh, different events together that I'm about ready to tell you. Uh, I'd never forget, um, had, a, had a big revival meeting uh, coming and uh, had a big day, oh, probably, probably about a month before that, seeing some kids get saved. Um, one of those kids wanted to come get baptized. She wasn't there uh, the, the day we baptized everyone all the kids that got saved during the big day, but uh, uh, she had kind of missed here and there, but decided to come on our revival service Sunday. And I'll never forget uh, Dr. Van Gelderen preaching and just uh, God giving me boldness to witness to uh, her, uh, uh, I guess, would-be dad, uh, Vern Stern, there after the sermon. I, God just gave me great boldness after the evangelist came and preached the Word of God. And I just asked him, hey, Vern, do you know for sure that your sins are forgiven? He was kind of a quiet guy, um, and I didn't really think he was going to want to even talk to me. But God gave me uh, great boldness after the, the preaching and working in the local church there. Had a visitor uh, come and, and begin witnessing to him right there in the foyer. And he said, you know, I'm not sure, and I'd like to be saved. From that moment, uh, God began to work those things together. Vern got saved uh, that morning or that evening at United Baptist Church. We began, uh, we baptized Vern, began to disciple Vern. And uh, Vern even began inviting friends. i never forget, uh, he invited his friend Scott. Scott was... Uh, long time, lifelong friend. He said, man, you got to come see what happened to me. 
And uh, so Scott, uh, Scott came on a Wednesday night at United Baptist Church. I'm just a layman. I'm just doing the Great Commission, what God's working in our hearts through the pastor's preaching and evangelists come in and challenge us to be bold. And uh, I, we give God the glory for uh, saving souls. And you know what? He saved, uh, he saved Scott when he came on a Wednesday night. From that moment on, uh, just a string of events began to happen. Scott wanted me to witness to his girlfriend. Unbeknownst to me, he hadn't told his girlfriend, Stacy, that I was coming over. And so uh, never forget getting to Stacy's house that night. Stacy, unexpected uh, company that night, was in a long-term uh, nine-month class, and this was finals week. Uh, and even the Lord gave me boldness during uh, this question, because I usually am a pretty timid fella, but uh, I just knew God wanted to save Stacy. And she said, I really don't have time. Uh, I'm in this uh, nine week course and it's finals week. And so I, I said to Stacy, hey, Stacy, would you mind taking five minutes? Uh, and I promise you it, it would be worth your time. I took five minutes to share the gospel with Stacy. And Stacy, a former meth user, just just in and out of meth there, uh, after she had uh, received the Word of God that day, she got saved and tears started streaming down her eyes. Uh, she be- immediately had a had a burden for uh, you know her her daughter and, and the way things were going in their life. Stacy was not. Uh, it was the week before Easter Sunday, around oh, I'd say probably eight years ago. Uh, the week before Easter Sunday, she said, well, I encourage her to be in church. She said, well, we're not going to be here. We'll be in Nevada, Missouri. And I said, well, it, you just so happen to be in luck. I, I happen to be an assistant pastor before in Nevada, Missouri. And uh, here's a good church to go to. Uh, it, she came back and gave the report after Easter Sunday that she'd taken her whole family uh, to Bible Baptist Church in Nevada, Missouri. And her mom, who had had a stroke before, only could utter the words, yes, uh, went forward that day on Easter Sunday and said the words, yes, to the Lord and got saved. Called out on the name of the Lord that day uh, and got saved. And uh, man, I, I wish I had time to tell you how that, how all those events uh, transpired. But later it was, uh, it was Lauren, her daughter, that got saved. And we baptized all three generations within a couple of weeks uh, in at United Baptist Church there. And from that point on, um, uh, uh, Stacy's other daughter, uh, Bailey, got saved just a few uh, weeks later, and her cousin, Jesse, there. And uh, the Lord just began to work revival in our hearts, began to disciple all these new believers, um, uh, Stacy there. And to this day, that former meth user is now a substitute Sunday school teacher at United Baptist Church. And we even see Bailey's husband just saved and surrendered to the Lord now um, after a a rough go there. But uh, it's just a wonderful thing to be obedient to the Lord. Uh, You don't have to be in a ministry. You don't have to be. uh, We all have a great commission. We all have a command to go and uh, and and when God will just work all the things, such as a big day at church, a pastor who cares, an evangelist who comes, and uh, believers who go, uh, he can do a great work. And I can't tell you the number of impacts that it's already had on my life. Um, just just saying that 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 initial yes to the Lord after a 
after a revival meeting with an evangelist coming and God working revival in my heart, saying saying yes to the Lord myself. There, so that's kind of the story. And uh, God God can use any any one of us if we'll just say yes. That's a tremendous blessing to hear. And young people, let me give you the takeaway. Uh, th- I think that none of that would have happened uh, from the human perspective unless uh, Pastor Nix, who at that time was just, as he mentioned, a layman uh, with a heart for ministry, uh, in an invitation, was willing to go to a man and ask him about his soul. And uh, God used that question to begin a chain of many people coming to know the Lord. And as I understand it, uh, at least one of those people is in heaven uh, right now as a result of that chain of folks coming to know Jesus. So young people, don't hesitate to give the gospel. Speak that question to someone God lays on your heart, a burden you perhaps even after an invitation. But uh, let's be encouraged with what God wants to do in each of your lives. Remember, uh, part of the, the generation, you are a part of a generation that is totally surrendered to the will of God and totally dependent on His grace to live His way. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the The Generation Podcast. For more faith-inspiring resources and information about joining The Generation, please visit thegeneration.org. That's T-H-E-E generation.org. (laughs) 